All right, here we go. Welcome to episode number 33, I think it is, of the Coffee with Joffrey podcast. Um, I have Rob, the Fit Dad Project, on today. Now, Rob was with me in the very early days. I think it was episode number six, uh, and we talked about six-pack after 40. Uh, Rob, absolute beast, six-pack is over 40. That was something that we touched on before. That was a really popular one. I got a lot of questions um, put to me after that one. I don't know if Rob did as well. Uh, But today we're attacking something slightly different. Given the current situation in the world, um, you know, I follow Rob's story on his Instagram, his social media channels, and Rob's just got a really good direct approach of looking at health and fitness. Um, It probably comes from his background in the services and, you know, his own types of training. Um, Just a little bit more background on Rob. I I did a thousand push-up challenge uh, about three years ago. And it was something that I was training towards. And I was um, basically the same challenge that I'm doing now. I was just adding 10 push-ups every day and uh, trying to accumulate a thousand in the end. And I made that into a challenge and I did did a thousand push-ups as fast as I could. And it was about 49 minutes, I think. Rob, which we're going to get into more detail on this, is attacking push-ups like nothing you've ever seen before. Um, So I'm not going to say anything more because I want him to introduce that. But welcome, Rob. Hi, mate. I was just thinking it, it must have been about yeah it must have been about this time last year we had the uh, had coffee in my my kitchen and uh, and done a podcast on that yeah um, it was yeah which, definitely which then led into you know a face to face with uh, some of the other guys as well oh, I'm just getting a call uh, fine <laughs> sorry yeah that's okay um, so. Rob, what's happening for anybody that doesn't follow you on social media? What is happening at the moment in terms of your training, in terms of your life, everything going on? Right. Okay. So to give a little bit of background on what's going on at the moment, I need to go back like a, a, a few months. Um, so in the summer, I decided that I wanted to uh, mentally, I, I, in the summer last year, I decided to do a, a few little challenges. One and couple of those were marathons on treadmills indoors nice. just one day just decided I'm going to do it um, I was also challenged to do a, um, a 20 mile tab um, and it was too hot outside so again I've done that on a treadmill so that then led on to a few other things I then chose that I hadn't done a full marathon for a while I could do it on a treadmill so let's pick a nice venue and go and smash that out so i picked loch ness um all technical issues going on here Um, so i trained for i trained for loch ness marathon in the heat of the summer which was uh brilliant um you know having to get out at two three in the morning um and crack on with stuff but you know i wasn't the only one that was doing it you know um, you've got likes of Lee Ryan and um, and Jade Limitless. She was doing, she was training all, all those times. You know, so it was good to see that I wasn't the only one suffering at getting up at two, three in the morning to go and do these runs. Um, but then after that finished, it was, uh, and I kind of touched upon this in one of my threads. It was like, right, mission accomplished, done. So I've done the marathon, done then trying to get back into some sort of routine was, was hard was then coming up into, you know, that Christmas festivities period and my training, it took a little bit of a, uh, back burn. I was kind of, you know, going out socializing a little bit more and not prioritize my training, you know, 
not how I would prioritize it. So I was still getting stuff done, but not being as regimented. Um, and you know, with the change of work roles that also happened in October, November, limited my time to train. So took the kids away over Christmas, reset, re reset my mind. And at the beginning of the year, it was like right now I need, to, in order to get what I need to do to function, which is to train and train hard, I need to adjust my routine. Uh, and I chose on the basis that, right, well, okay, I'm going to get up at 4.45 in order to train before I have to go and do all my work. Because by the time I put the kids down, if I leave, left it to an evening, by the time I put the kids down and it's, you know, it's like 8, 8.30 and I'm hungry and um, I know I wouldn't get my training done. So I had to make some decisions. I'm right, well, that means I need to go to bed at 9.30, 10. But I'm only sitting up watching Netflix or some other crap anyway. So that's where it all come from. So that's a bit of background. Also, while I was away in Qadari skiing with the kids, um, one of the guys that's in some of my challenges and jumped in on the 1,000 push-up challenge with me said, look, I like, I like, I'd like to learn a little bit more from you around your sort of mindset and motivation. I'd like to do like a, a monthly challenge. So he set the monthly challenge up as, uh, you know, he goes, would you be willing to do 10 kilometers a day for 10 days? Completing 100K. I was like, yeah, no problem. Um, Bram obviously got hold of this as well. And Bram ran with that, quite literally ran with it. And to me, I was like, yeah, 10K in 10 days, no problem. I just trained for a marathon, you know? And also you, you're like, yeah, that's fine. And you also look around at, um, you know, I said this in programs at like Eddie Izzard and uh, Marcus. You're like, those lunatics done a marathon a day for like 30 days. He's like, yeah, 10K is nothing. But it's, what it showed me is the mental toughness required to do 10K every day for 10 days and the habitualness that you need to plan that. You know, 10, 10K is not a short distance. You need to make sure you've hydrated or you've had some food or something before in order to enjoy it. You obviously then, you know, most of the times it's going to take about an hour out of your day. And in addition, I was doing my own training as well. Yeah. All right. Let's, so, let's, bring, I, let's bring this around a little bit because what I want to know is um, obviously a big part of your challenges and stuff is being able to find the discipline around doing the exercise to give you freedom. You know, discipline yeah. equals freedom. Um, that's from extreme ownership, right? Jocko Willing. Yeah. And um, what, what's the meaning behind that? Why, why does discipline equal freedom? Does freedom mean, um, you know, you kind of highlighted it at the start that you, you found you're in a position where you had to get your training done to free up other, area, other time in your life? Yeah. So I, I, I think it can mean a, a lot of things and, it, and, and it's going to resonate differently with different people at, uh, at various times. But if you, I think, you know, if you're, you're disciplined to build something in it doesn't matter whether you're hungover it doesn't matter whether you're feeling sorry for yourself that day it, it doesn't matter whether your day is, is extremely busy you're going to make sure you're going to find the time to do that and because we all know like if you take uh, exercise for example you know that you will feel better for it having done it you will be able to focus on the task in hand having squared that away you know 
if you've got a really, really busy day, then on your mind will be, oh, I might not be able to train and, and you know, and it's a distraction. You get it done, you discipline it done, and then it's giving you freedom to, to, to put your time elsewhere. You know, it means, uh, just mean, it, it means you've got the freedom to, to be able to do things. You know, by doing fitness every single day, if someone asks me to do something that I've not done before, I feel physically fit enough to do it. So I've got the freedom to say, yeah, I can do that, rather than give me two months to prep for that. So I think it's it's hard to kind of one specific meaning, which is why it quite kind of resonates quite well with me. Um, and that everything, a lot of things do come down to being habitual, being habit forming. And when you do that, you've also got the free to be flexible with your habits and your routine. You know, um, if you go right. Tomorrow, I'm not going up at 4.45 because I put in the work and actually my body needs more rest. And I've got the freedom to do that because I know my habits are there and the following day I will be up at 4.45, but I'm doing it because it's the right thing for my body and my mind. So how does, how does someone, uh, is it ingrained into you or can someone kind of learn that kind of disciplined approach? You know, looking at some of your workouts recently, and obviously mine have gone back to that as well, because I mean, I'll go into mine a little bit more. Um, but your workouts are literally, you know, 5k run or 10k run, 500 kettlebell swings, 500 pushups, 1000 pushups, whatever it is, it's just straightforward you know, for your average person looking at a worker like that, they'll go, there's no way I'm going to do 500 push-ups." when, you know, scaling options available as well. It's possible to do, right? So how yep. does someone get that mindset? Because I'm in a very firm belief that, uh, you know, it's great everybody working out. And this is something we spoke about before, everybody working out and sharing their workouts online, you know, but there is going to be a time where it gets a little bit kind of repetitive and people get a bit bored of the idea of doing bodyweight workouts. It's not the most motivating environment at home. So how do people get into that same mindset that you adopt? Well, that's, that's it. And, and you know, it's gradual. Okay. It's not, it's not an overnight thing. You're never going to just like go from, you know, I've done 10 K for 10 days, for example, I'm not going to just jump from that to 30 marathons in 30 days like Marcus Smith. Yeah. It's not, it's just, it's, it's not, but it's picking something that you find challenging. So are body weight workouts interesting? Do they really excite me? Hell no. Of course I'd rather be throwing weight around or getting outside and running. Of course, but that's not the purpose of it. That's not the purpose of doing 500 reps. Like when people come, Oh, I've got a kettlebell. What's the best kettlebell workout I can do? Well, any of them. The idea of is just move, just get stuff going. But I'm coming back with 500. What? Do 500 kettlebell swings? Because it's not the exercise. It's the the. It's what it's doing mentally to you to to get that done. I because you have to then push past the I can't do that mentality to I can do that how do I do that how do I achieve that then when you go back to like a normal you know workout with a lot more variety you appreciate it a bit more you know you're like right yeah I've got, I've got the mental robustness to do a thousand of reps if I need to 
it might not be optimal for training, but it's a good way to start hardening the mind, as, as Gogin says, you know, start callousing the mind. And that takes, just like with our hands, when we callous our hands, it doesn't happen overnight. We blister, we fail, we've got to pull back. It's the same thing with our minds, you know, and then sometimes we'll have little, you know, setbacks where we'll be down for two weeks, which I had at the beginning of March, where it was mission accomplished again, and I didn't know where to go. Um, you know, it's like when you tear your hands, you're like, right, I got them to such a good point. And now, now I've got to sit back and reflect and, you know, um, so it is, it is push yourself. And that is where the, the push up challenge comes from. That was Mark Devine. He was going, right, you've got to set yourself a couple of real hard things. And back then he was like, right, do a thousand push ups. I was like, what? A thousand? No. And then I kind of read more into it and I, you know, and it's not about the thousand push-ups. It's how am I going to complete the thousand? Do not tell yourself you can't because you can. And the first time I'd done it, it broke me. I was like, oh, you know, got to like 300. I'm like, I'm in pieces here. And mentally you go through different stages. When I'd done it with you that time afterwards, but my timing on it wasn't much quicker, but I knew my body could do it. I was more prepared to do it. Um, and on both of those times, I hadn't trained for it. I just did yeah, it. I was going to say, when you came with me, you just rocked up and did it. <laughs> yeah. That's why I finished about 25 minutes after you. Yeah. That, um, that, that's, I'm going to keep claiming that one. <laughs> so then the, the third time I'd done it, um, you know, I, do, I did get my best time, like, which was uh, bang on an hour. So I was happy with that. And then uh, Matt said, oh, let's do that again. And... Um, you know, maybe do 2020. I was like, uh, I've kind of done that challenge a few times now. I don't really want to do it. Um, and then I was working on my challenge that month was to work on my own mind to take into account more meditation and things like that to, to help me focus on these things. Um, but also then, and then we started doing the, the 500 push-ups every day and 5k run. And then I, kind of got into the swing of it again you know um you know and then and then structured it out structured out how i was going to do the 2000 how i wanted to break it down and then did it that's awesome all right before we get into talking about your next challenge which i know you've thrown out on social uh but i want to go over a little bit more with you as well something that you said we said before we started the podcast you said about um and i think it all came from that meme of the guy holding the cardboard cutout saying stop sharing your home workouts um yeah. and it got a bit of grief and you know you said and i 100 percent agree with it it's great for people to keep sharing workouts it's motivating it's another form of like accountability as well you know it might be that little bit of inspiration that someone needs if you've worked out and maybe they feel like they're in a similar position to you they might go and do that workout as well so i think it's a great thing um just something about how we got into contact again recently. Uh, I was seeing your stuff for the push-ups, and I thought, right, going into a time that I know uh, the isolation is coming, bodyweight workouts, I made a decision to go back into doing push-ups. And I've set the challenge now to some of my followers as well, and they're tagging me in their Instagram uh, you know, videos and pictures and stuff, which is awesome. But what I want them to know is that Yes, I'm a fitness trainer. I've done these crazy challenges before, the millimeter row, the burpees, the push-ups, the pull-ups, all that type of stuff. 
it doesn't come easy for me and it doesn't come easy for you know you like to yourself and other other professional fitness professionals as well this is still a real challenge for us and this is how it started for me it was kind of want to get back into it i know it's a great thing to do i got in really good shape doing it do i really want to do it not really you know getting down and doing 300 push-ups sucks you know like especially when you're doing it in the evening so i you know you can vouch for me on this i just dropped you a message and said hey rob can i just let you know when i've done some push-ups and you said yeah go ahead and that was that was my automatic uh accountability there and i did that for three or four days and i thought you know what i've got the mindset now that i'm back into it so i'm going to be some other people's accountability and i threw the challenge out to some followers and everybody who messaged me to say, yes, I want to join, I sent them a private message so they know that the accountability was there. And I've said, might not follow up with you every day, but you can tag me. You can tell me when you've done your push-ups. It doesn't have to be on your story. It could just be a direct message, whatever it is. But again, that accountability factor of getting someone to go and do what they've said they are going to do is massive. Oh, it's, it's, it's huge. And we all need that accountability. Like the other, the other day, they, someone posted, oh, you're, you're doing my 500 and joking around. I was like, no, 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 it's for this. And then I was like, yeah, and it kind of made me uh, push a bit harder. And then I'd done double that day because I was planning on like uh, doing like a 5K, 5K run and 600 push-ups a day. And the idea was really just to try and see if I could get that 1,000 push-ups down to 38 minutes. Yeah, just, yeah. just because, you know. Yeah. Um, and then uh, then... As I was out on my second run of the day, I was like, I'm not pushing myself as hard as I could. I think I'm holding back. I think I think I need something to break me in a good way, right? Um, and so, yeah, that's where accountability comes. That's why I then I spoke to uh, I spoke to Fit Dad Lifestyle about it, and uh, it was it was on, on my head that day. Uh, we we touched upon it. And then that's why I posted about it because that then creates accountability. It's now on my, it's now on my board, 10,000 reps. When? So when, when am I going to do it? So I need to, I need to square that way in the head to kind of, um, to find the time to do it. Yeah. And this is like, you know, my story, I just told them what you've talked about there is literally accountability. We're not talking about going and paying, you know, a thousand Durham's for a coach. We're literally just saying, find someone who you resonate with. Normally there has to be like an element of respect for it as well. I find, Mm. you know, someone that you really respect that you, you know, building into those four tendencies, you don't want to let someone down. Uh, You know, just going back to one of my previous challenges, which was the million meter row. And I, I knew that I could kind of train. I knew what I needed to do in terms of training to get to the million meters. And I started off by myself and I was doing 5K and I would do 10K. Yeah. And then I would plan to do 21K and I'd just do 10K because I'm like, ah, a bit tired today. So then because I knew it was such a big challenge, I actually went and invested in a coach. And that's when I went to Marcus, Marcus Smith from Innerfight. Yeah. And uh, I told him what the deal was, what I wanted to do. He went, cool, leave it with me. First pro, first uh, training program he wrote for me was a marathon row, and I was thinking, oh no, what have I got myself into now? Literally spent four hours at the gym just rowing, yeah. I was like, and it was just non-stop for the next twelve weeks. And you know what? I reached the challenge, and I never wanted to let him down. I never skipped a workout. I never, you know, I did everything that he asked because I I respected him so much, and I knew he he knew what he was talking about that I wanted to get to that point. But again, it just goes back to 
you can find accountability anywhere. It doesn't always have to come in the form of like a world-class coach or, or that or something similar. Uh, my kids were holding me accountable. Uh, when I was doing the, the, the challenge, I was like, Dad, done your push-ups today? Have you done your 500? Let's get them done. Um, and, and you're right. You, you, it doesn't have, you, you know, you can just reach out to someone and this is the power of social media. You know, yes, you, you can say you're going to do it and, but then you've got to do it. You can't just say you're going to do it and don't do it. You've got to do it. Uh, yeah. But getting out there, you know, you, you're going to do it. Um, and I will do it. I might not post when I'm going to do it, but I will probably, because I will probably just get into that mindset one morning and go, today's the day. Okay. Well, today's without going the day in, that without... I'm in the right set without going in and telling us the day that you're going to do it, because that's got some things about just tell the listeners um, that don't know what you're planning to do. This is pretty epic stuff. Okay. So do you want me to tell them what I'm doing and why? Yeah. Or both. All of it. Okay. So this is your accountability platform. 10,000 push-ups in one sitting. So, um, seeing how long that takes. So ideally that's going to be for time. So I've already done some calculations on it. I know that I can do a thousand push-ups in somewhere between 45 and 50 minutes. No problem. Um, I know I can do 2000 push-ups in an hour and 58 minutes. Now it's to see whether I can continue pushing that volume. So just like with running, the longer you run, the slower you're going to have to be to compensate so i'm looking at 13 push-ups every minute on the minute for 12 hours wow or something around that or until my body just goes you can do one uh, yeah. um, and breaks down now the idea of this challenge is not physical now i can prepare as much as i can for it like by smashing out a lot more push-ups to prep the body but it is a mental challenge to one, give something that period of time. 12, 12 hours of doing anything is, uh, is, is, is ridiculous. So it's to see whether I've got that mental capacity to do that, to stick with doing what most people will class as a very, very monotonous movement uh, um, and push through. But also push through when my body wants to stop because there's gonna be times when I might have to go, you know, I might need a 20 minute break here, a 30 minute break, and then just start going back down. The plan's gonna get changed. It's gonna change from 13 reps a minute to maybe five reps a minute, but it's it's how long I can keep pushing um, before my body kind of goes, no. And the reason for this is, I don't think I've pushed myself enough. And the reason for that is, because I haven't failed anything. And I don't mean that being giving it big licks, you know, um, like my marathon in, in Loch Ness went to absolute ratchet. It was just awful. It was an awful, awful run. Um, coming in at like five hours, 15 or something. It was absolutely ridiculous, you know, but I finished. And there was a point at 16 miles, my body was in absolute clip and everything was hurting. And I was like, you know, index on let's finish this but i still finished now so it's i don't not necessarily pushing myself to, to want to fail something but i just want to see where 
my limits are and whether I'm whether I've got more in the tank than I think because I do think I've got more in the tank than I than I think and it's it's not about um, you know there's there's definitely events where when I haven't failed there's definitely events and things that I've done where I could have pushed harder and I could have done better but there isn't anything where I've gone right done I'm done I'm out I'm out of the game now um, and I want I want to see whether that's because I've been mentally strong enough and able to keep pushing or whether it's because I just haven't challenged myself enough. Now I do think I've challenged myself enough in various ways. So this will kind of then build that up. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Mate, it's going to be amazing. I'm, I'm, well, I'm already watching your journey, but I'm really excited to keep watching your journey as well. And I encourage, I'll get you to share your uh, Instagram and all of that at the end. Just before we do that though, just a little bit on um, looking after your body during something like attempting this challenge. I mean, building up to it, overuse injuries, uh, that mm. type of stuff. Have you got any special methods or something to consider? Yeah, when I started doing it, I was doing a lot of banded, um, banded pull-aparts, base pulls, uh, and a lot of shoulder mobility. Um, and, and making sure that, you know, because otherwise, you know, it's all, it's all at the front. Nothing's... Yeah pulling back, um, making sure that I'm eating and fueling up accordingly, you know, to make sure that the body can rest. I think we'll finish it off there, man. That's awesome. Uh, yep. your, your story is very inspiring as well. Um, so I think we've, uh, we've lost Rob. There's a few technical issues in that one, but definitely worth a listen. Uh, if you didn't catch that, you can find Rob at the fit dad project on Instagram. Um, caution following his page because, it's unbelievable like you look at his story and he does like a thousand push-ups 500 kettlebell swings and a 10k run and that's like just a daily workout so uh definitely check him out look out for his challenge uh don't forget to subscribe to this podcast again sorry for the technical issues um hopefully it didn't put you off too much but i'll catch you very soon 